It is a Patriots Monday here on WEI 1201. Welcome to the afternoon. We're getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving. It's a holiday week. Don't lose the focus during holiday week, folks. No, I'm locked and loaded. I am too. This guy was locked and loaded yesterday as well. Let's yes. talk to Patriots defensive lineman Lawrence Guy, who joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. He is also brought to us by Anderson Windows and by John's Sewer and Drain Cleaning. The names to know when your drains don't flow to the Harbor One Hotline. Lawrence Guy, good afternoon. How are you, friend? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Uh, well, good. we're we're good. Uh, we'll shelve the offensive talk for a little bit. We talked to Hunter Henry earlier, but you guys deserve your flowers for not just slowing down an offense, but choking out the New York Jets. What do you make of yesterday's performance? I don't want to say it's like a high watermark or anything like that, but that was as dominant as y'all have been in a long time. You know, it's a good feeling going out there and actually playing good as a unit. Um, if you if you look at the stats and if you look at each play, we all play that sync as one, and there's always plays to be made. And you saw there was no selfish act being being there, so we were like, okay, we got to go out there, throw the first punch, and we have to continue to fight every single down. And that's what you want to see in the, in a defense, you know. And and it's and it's good doing that off of a buy, you know, coming off of a buy, you don't know how how the energy is going to be so to be out there as a defensive player in your mind, you're like, hey, we got to throw the first punch. It didn't uh, in the butt. Could you see them getting frustrated talking about the Jets' offense because it felt like you guys just had such control over it, and it was three and out, three and out. Maybe they get a first down, and then they're punting again. I mean, you forced ten punts yesterday. Could you see it as the game was going on? Maybe the frustration starting to set in. Um, you could you could possibly see it from the stands, but in our minds, you, you just don't want to focus that. You just want to keep the pressure on them. Um, I mean, you saw that they, they they had a game plan they came in there with, and we we adjusted to it. Um, coming from the first series of the three and nine, and coming back to the second one, like okay, as soon as they make the adjustments, this is what we're do. So we're this uh ahead of had a plan of like okay, we're gonna beat you to what your adjustments could be if we could do this. And like I said, we all did it what we were supposed to do. But the best feeling ever. Is no, is when you could go out there and, and literally shut somebody down. Because as I say, it starts up front. So if we, we do good up front, it's going to result to good play in the back end, and that's what happened. Well, and I thought first time out, Lawrence, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but first time out, there was a lot of the natural pass rush was able to get to Zach Wilson, and then he threw the ball all over the lot. But there were a couple of times yesterday where I thought you guys brought second-level pressure and you kind of forced him into mistakes. Was that a part of the game plan, or did that develop as the game went on because it was so close? No, that was part of the game plan, um, but it, it, it was as simple as that. How do you how do you keep a mobile quarterback in the pocket? And how do you bring pressure outside of what we normally do? Like I said, that's what you got on bye week. So you could make adjustments. You could figure out like, hey, we could do this, we could do that, um, and we we did those same pressures um, in the first game. It just didn't happen as often, and it was a different style of game, so it came up more dominant this week. And you can see what was Doug coming off the edge, getting that that epic sack um, on. Uh, and uh, when they're backed up, it almost resulted into a touchdown. It was an amazing play. It's just like stuff like that. Those big plays bring a lot of energy to it. Uh, the big game changers. Do you guys, as a group, feel more pressure considering your offense has struggled to score points this year? No, you know, 
I love playing defense. I love going out there. You know, people are like, hey, man, do you, do you feel like this? And I'm like, no, I feel like every every opportunity that I get to go out there to, to play on the game is amazing. Um, it's, it's a dream to play this game, but it's also an opportunity to get those reps out there because you, you work so hard every single day, every week to go out there and compete and play, right? So if you only get about 20, 30 snaps on defense, it's like, oh, yeah, we, we play good, but that feeling, uh, you want to get it out of yourself. You know, you want to get that pressure. You want to – and compete every down and, and go and get another human being instead of just your your scout team or, or your your opponent teammates. You just want to play. So having that aspect of it is always fun, and that's why I look at it like the more time I get to go out there and play the game, the more fun I am allowed to have. Uh, all right, so a short week, and Lawrence, you've always been great with us about talking about kind of how you handle your body and getting ready. However, it's a condensed week where you got to get on a plane and go somewhere. So obviously you throw the travel day in there. So how truncated really is this week in getting ready to play a game on Thursday night? Um, it, the recovery starts right after the game. And that, that the short weeks are challenging because of that. What do you do? Right after the game, you know, you're normally like, okay, I'm going to relax. No, you start to your recovery, you start to your hydration. The following day, you have to make sure you get into the, the treatment. You have to get your workout in. You have to get in the, in, the, in the tubs. But it's also being able to flush the game out of your head and go over a whole night of scouting report. I'm like, okay, this is what I got to do this following week. This is what we did last week that didn't kind of work out and continue to go from that on top of the recovery. So your days might be a little bit longer. You know, it might be from – you they might start at normally at an eight, you might have to start at six AM, you have to in there around eight AM PM. There's one of those things that the recovery is a little bit longer throughout the day, but it's gonna be worth it playing those those short weeks. But then again, you your body doesn't get used to that shock, your adrenaline is still going, so those short weeks kinda of help out if you have those veins and bruises, you can come back a little bit faster or just continue to go. Do you think uh, stepping inside that stadium in Minnesota is going to give you any flashbacks to Super Bowl 52? <laughs> Somebody's asked me that. It's like, what? I said, I broke my thumb in the third quarter. I said, what you do? I said, I taped it and finished the game. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's what you remember? I said, yeah, I remember the whole conversation on the sideline about my thumb being broke. And they're like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. Just tape my top of my thumb up and I can figure this out. Everybody else was asking, where's Malcolm Butler? And Lawrence Guy's looking at his thumb saying, this thing hurts <laughs> like a son of This a... thing's pointing <laughs> yeah. southward. What come no one's talking to me about that? Hey, Lawrence, what do you know about the Minnesota Vikings right now? They're a good team. And you, you can't look at their performance last night and like, oh, man, they're a really good team. And they, and they go out there and they're going to compete. Um, they got a good offense. And this is just something that we, we, we're going to be challenged on and we have to pick up that torch and continue to go and bring our hammers with her. What do you think of playing on Thanksgiving night? And then also how does that kind of change everything for you and the family? Oh, we won't have Thanksgiving on Friday now. Um, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's, we got, I got family coming in on Thanksgiving. So they're going to have their little shignag at the house with the, with the kids. But then the following day, I'm going to have anybody who doesn't have a place to go on our, on our, defensive line and, and and defense to come over the house and, and if they had that little family experience and you know, whoop everybody in Uno. Um I already, I already declared it I was the king of Uno. So <laughs> it's just one of those but playing on Thursday it's it's it's, it's you're the only um show on T V at that time. So it's just one of those things that it is 
it's surreal when you think about it, but it's all, always fun to play on Thanksgiving. Um, and it's always fun to see people eat those cold turkey legs at the end of the game. Yes. <laughs> always a highlight. Yeah, always. And, uh, <laughs> Lawrence, I, I want to ask you as a member of the Larjos, because the F word is a little insulting to those that are big. <laughs> so I ask you to tap into your inner Larjo. What is the one thing that you get at Thanksgiving that, from a food standpoint, that you're looking forward to the most? Food pie. There you go. Simple. Have the answer ready to go. Is it is it your wife's? Is it your is it family? Is it a recipe? Kind of walk us through that a little it's, bit. It's, it's my wife's potato pie. We only make it on um, Thanksgiving and sometimes Christmas. Um, other than that, we just don't make it. I don't know why we just, we just don't ever make it. But it's one of those things that it, it's just. I'm not a pumpkin pie person. I think mm-hmm. pumpkin pie is a, is a fake sweet potato pie. So when I, when I bite into pumpkin pie, people are like, oh, man, that's good. I'm like, no, you guys ripped off sweet potato pie. That's just me personally. I can't speak for everybody else. But that's that's that one meal that, that when my wife cooks out and makes those, oh, it's amazing because she can make a purple sweet potato pie and a regular one, uh, and, and it, it's like a highlight of my night. I don't really care for the turkey or, or the ham. It's, it's sweet potatoes the way I go. I know you've been real busy, Lawrence, but have you had a chance to see either Black Panther or Black Adam yet? No and no. One, I couldn't because the Moon Theater was packed. Two, we had all these games all real soon. Mm-hmm. So when we get this, this downtime, uh, I'm going to definitely go out there and go watch that because I heard Black Adam is elite, and I've purposely not looked on certain websites or certain social medias to see what happened with Black Panther because I don't have a concept of what's going, what mm-hmm. was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be spoiled with it. I agree. Now, on a short week, is uh, will the plane ride to Minnesota either be spent kind of studying or in thought, or might you be able to slide in one of those movies for that flight out to Minnesota? You know, we have a long bus ride to the airport, so there we go. We, we got one of these movies. Like, I've been on Ted Lasso lately. I just just started watching it. It's an elite show. <laughs> I've heard, I've never watched it. I Every, haven't everybody loves it. Every, I've not heard a bad thing about it, but I'm just I feel like I was late to it. Yeah. and I just have never. My wife it up. loved it. Yeah, said yeah, it was hilarious and it. all that. Yeah. But yeah, but interesting. Well, our buddy Lawrence Guy breaking down not only film, food, but also the Patriots as well. Uh, Lawrence, have a great Thanksgiving night. Have a great Thanksgiving thereafter. We'll catch you next week. Two Thursday games in a row. The schedule gets a little weird, but we're glad we had a chance to catch up with you. Thank you, friend. I uh, thank you guys. Enjoy.